When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm here with Zoe at Lunar Lightworker. She is here to share with us some amazing information today, and I'm so excited to hear more about holding space for a higher frequency today. So welcome, Zoe. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for you to be here today. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. We've had a really nice sunny day here in the UK, so it's always good. Ooh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Could you just share a little bit more about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Okay. So growing up, I would say I was very, very, very sensitive, as many empaths are, not not realizing uh, why I had this sensitivity. Mm -hmm. And I always feeling within me that I wanted to be able to service and help others and um, always had this feeling that I was onboarding other people's struggles you know probably like many empaths felt that I was reading other people's emotions mm-hmm. and coming into sort of adulthood obviously went through an awakening very slowly it took me quite a few years to you know, to kind of get more into stepping into my gifts, mastering my light and eventually discovered and understood this empathic kind of aspect of myself and you know this then became as, as I worked more in my gifts and my purpose um, became very evident that I was actually a light worker did you want me to explain a bit more about light work, Lindsay? Or yes, please, absolutely. Just a, yeah, I'll just go into a, li- a little bit more. So, for light work for me is is sort of stepping more into my light, into my energy, and just being very aware of how I impact other people. Mm-hmm. And I find that, funnily enough, a lot of light workers, which is really who who I work with now primarily are in fact empaths and we have this as you know this this sensitivity to energy and light and and so what what we do is we're we're very aware of how our energy is impacting on others and one of the the biggest roles that we have is is holding space for ourselves and others and this is why I was very drawn to to talking around this topic um and so yeah I was going to going to sort of talk we're going to talk more a bit more about that weren't we in depth today Mm -hmm. that's essentially my story awesome I love that and it it is Mm -hmm. kind of a a bit of a challenging it's not challenging I guess it's only challenging when you're not really aware and you're surrounded Mm -hmm. around others that aren't as sensitive so you kind of get that feedback where they're like oh what's wrong? Like, why can't you just block it out? Or it's not that big of a deal. Or it's like, Oh, gosh, you don't understand, you know, so um, it can feel a bit lonely sometimes when it's like, you don't have someone else to connect to when they don't understand kind of like the sensitivity around 
um, just energy in general. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm excited. Can We're going to talk a little bit more about just holding a higher frequency. Could you just share a little bit more about like what is in a sense, a higher frequency? What does that look like? Yeah, so so for me, I, I understand that we, we all have an energy, right? We have, uh, you know, the, and this is what connects us all. And there's an mm-hmm. energy that's kind of filling the space between us all. And also this energy connects us, connects us to the global grid, which goes up into the cosmos. So, you know, we all we all are connected on an energetic level. And this energy, our own energy that comes out really primarily through our thoughts and feelings has a frequency. Mm-hmm. And so depending on, on how kind of how positive, I guess, our outlook is and how much density and negativity we hold, this will impact on our frequency. So obviously the more positive we are and the more we're able to release our density and our negativity, our, our vibration will raise, our frequency will raise. So the denser we, we are, the more we, we hold on to negativity, to, to traumatic experiences, pain, uh, karmic death, all of these things, this will lower our frequency. Mm-hmm. And so what we're essentially working on as light workers and also obviously empaths because we're very sensitive to this aren't we is mm-hmm. to raise frequency and to feel lighter so that, that, that this kind of holds this space for us this sacred space within ourselves that, that we know will ripple out an impact on ourselves and on others so it's it's like we're, we're creating an inner kind of inner environment that that's yeah of a higher frequency that feels lighter that supports us hmm. um, so that's how I I see it how I support the light workers that I work with hmm. you know, to really create this inner world for themselves and, and really raise and and sustain their vibration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and would you essentially say that's kind of like um synonymous with holding that space yeah absolutely you know it's just it's like a sacred space within us it's like we create something like an inner world within ourselves that we can step into it's a little bit like centering this is sort of a practice that I would recommend to light workers or empaths is to kind of get into to habits of centering so we still our mind we come within we have an inner connection and because we have worked on our energy and we've raised our vibration we're sustaining it it, it really supports us it, it, it means that we can come within we're still we're you know we, we have this higher vibration within us so that we know that whatever actions whatever uh, you know, uh, decisions we made, they're all coming um, from a higher space, from, from a higher frequency and, and also a more connected space. I always feel that when I'm of a higher vibration, I'm more connected. So I'm more connected mm-hmm. to the universe, I'm more connected to my higher self. So I just know that naturally when I, when I go in and I get that intuitive guidance, 
it's it's already you know it's it's working for me it's it's perfect for me and i know that i can i can follow through on inspired um guidance and i know that whatever i do will, will be right for me if i'm connected we're not always i would find it difficult because obviously we all we all get triggered and you know we we all feel our limitations don't we mm-hmm. you know as mm-hmm. we get very impacted by other people's energy but I feel that the more we can work on creating a, this sacred centered still space within us this is essentially holding this is what I mean by holding a space for ourselves and for others and what I find is that the more I do this for myself the more I'm able to do this for my children for my husband for for, for the people that I coach and the, and the people in my membership and, and just friends you know people in my environment Mm -hmm. like I can really start to do that for them and it it kind of means that you're able to detach a little bit emotionally Mm -hmm. Uh, you know you can see things more clearly for them and you can guide them in a higher way so that's essentially what I mean not not really simple but it's it's something you work on you know it's something that we work on every day really or something Mm -hmm. I definitely work because I feel it's so important Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Do you feel like that can get overwhelming or do you feel like it energizes you to, to be able to That's do that? That's a really good question. It's a really good question. And, and I guess, as you know, that, you know, this, that spiritual path is, is never meant, is never easy, is it mm-hmm. really? It's, it's not all aura fluffing. And, <laughs> it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because we mm-hmm. have to move shadow you know we we have to start really with healing ourselves and you know we have to have that ability don't we to dive really deep into what limits us what what we struggle with and we all have struggles don't we but I think if we're not willing to look and dive deep and and sit with them and and face our limitations then um yeah it, it, you know it's it, it, it isn't that part is not easy but but as we move through that and we learn to release more of that it yeah it's absolutely energizing mm-hmm. and I think that what I'm finding personally and what I find with the people that I I work with and I support is that the more we do this you know it, it's not about not having the struggle is it Lindsay it's like it's how quickly we come back to center that's important. So we will always have the struggle and the challenges that feel very, oh, so tricky and challenging. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we, learn, we, we learn to come back to center quicker. And in this respect, it's energizing and it's empowering, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. And I, I agree, you know, it's like you kind of have to shift through your own stuff first and figure out what your, you know, your default <laughs> status is. And then that way it's a little easier to tell the difference between your energy and someone else's energy mm-hmm. and what approach to take. So it's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any techniques that you can share to help us hold a space for ourselves and and others? Yeah. So this is something that I must work on. You know, I mean, like we said, we get so many things, don't we? I must, 
I must come off kilter and I must have wobbles probably every day if I'm really honest with myself. So this is mm-hmm. something that's really simple but really powerful that I use for myself and I teach in my fundamentals to, to my members. Just a really simple centering practice that probably a lot of you have your own version of it. Um, I, I love probably like you, I love working with tools. And what I do is I just recognize, first and foremost, I always recognize when I am having a wobble. I think that's the first first thing is to recognize and to own it and not to project out, which we can so easily do when we're Mm -hmm. triggered. Mm -hmm. And Yeah. yeah, it's true, isn't it? And what I then do is I probably physically remove myself if it's possible. I know it's not always possible, but very much sort of, you know, not react. And it's about responding in the moment. So I'd kind of go it within and, you know, just still my mind and just allow myself to feel whatever is coming when we get triggered we have quite negative emotions don't we and we know that we're empaths we know that we really feel these things strongly but what I try and do is separate the the kind of the mental stuff from the emotion just sit with that feeling that's all I do and it sounds super simple but it is so hard in the moment when we're getting triggered and I just sit with it. I simply sit with it. And by doing that, I'm not giving my power away to those emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, you sit with it, you release it, don't you? And that that is in itself so empowering, so strengthening within because you're just not you know, you're not getting triggered, you're not projecting, you're not blaming others, you're totally owning it, you're totally saying to yourself, yeah, okay, I'm getting triggered, I'm feeling X, Y, Z, but I'm going to sit with this, and I'm going to just, it may be uncomfortable, but I'm okay with the discomfort, and I'm just going to wait until it just starts to slowly ebb away, and I'm basically not giving my power away to others in this way, and you know, it's, it's this kind of practice makes not per- perfection, but, but, you know, empowers you. It's, it's, it's something you can always go back to. And, and the more you use it, the more it becomes like an automatic, for me, it becomes an automatic response. Um, and it just becomes more powerful each time I use it. And I know deep down that I can get myself through that. However uncomfortable it is, I will be okay. And I would say start with that. It's, you know, I I really get as, uh, you know, being an empath, not always understanding that um, growing up, but how overwhelmed we get with our emotions. And it can feel really quite frightening, can't it? You know, when, I mean, I was very much that kind of empath where I would be very... Um, outwardly you know not dealing with my emotions but just very overwhelmed so just doing mm-hmm. something like that kind of centering practice has really helped me um just master more of myself really mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely I find what what has helped me is to kind of shift the perspective or story I'm telling myself whenever I do mm-hmm. come across something that can feel triggering and then um, taking the time to keep working on that story, not only dealing with it 
in the moment of the trigger, but working to kind of demolish the trigger or reduce it drastically because it's going to come up. I mean, if it's in your, if it's in your subconscious mind, um, if it's kind of running the show there, it's always going to come up. So trying to like rewrite the story on that really has helped me to kind of release it and then say, mm-hmm. okay, let's move forward. <laughs> so I tend to kind of like replay the story over and over again. And it doesn't help. It's like I'm stuck. <laughs> so that was really good what you mentioned, especially because I think the triggers can become a bit of a distraction sometimes for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. And it's amazing, isn't it? How often we, we, we like you say, how often we, we live things, you know, if we're not really resolving it within ourselves and we're not able to let that go, how often and, and it will come back and resurface maybe slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Um, those tools, don't we? Yeah. Ourselves, oh, yeah, absolutely. Is mm-hmm. this something that is specific to empaths or does this? Does everyone have this ability to be able to get to this space? Well, again, I, I think, you know, it's everyone has that ability. I just, I feel that with empaths, like, like we've said, we've both said, you know, we're very sensitive, aren't we, to, mm-hmm. to what's on and what we're feeling. So I would say we probably need it more than most. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. We need to be our own beacon, don't we? We we need to have a, a point of balance within us, probably more so than others. I can only speak from personal experience and, and, and how, you know what I've seen with, with clients and members. But you know, if you're this type of person that that kind of really goes into overwhelm when you're getting triggered, it's it's something that is really worth curating for yourself and knowing absolutely knowing that you can do this for yourself mm-hmm. because I, it's, it's so empowering isn't it you know when we because I, I, I almost feel as um empaths we become frightened of our emotions that was certainly my case that I don't know whether you feel that or felt that Lindsay as well you know probably did your inner work but we mm-hmm. I, became frightened almost of, of, of feeling things because it was so big for me mm-hmm. um, and so it became really important for me to to be able to do this and and probably like many of us when we start to master more of, of, of our real challenges that that becomes our purpose doesn't it that becomes part of what what we're here to do and the work the work that we're here to do because we get it don't we, we get forget how how challenging it can be mm-hmm. so yeah anyone has that capacity but probably empaths like I said probably need something like that um you know more, more than others perhaps I'm wrong but that's that's what that's been my experience definitely oh, no you're never wrong I mean if, if that's mm-hmm. your um if that's what your um experience is I mean no one can argue your experience you know so mm-hmm. that's that's always valid 100 percent. and um mm-hmm. I think for me I um I wasn't necessarily afraid of my emotions but not I think getting like um not trapped getting caught up in them too long mm-hmm. 
I think that was kind of my thing because I didn't understand my emotions. I didn't understand the purpose of what they were trying to tell me. Um, Mm. And so now I'm kind of understanding to not necessarily, I know a lot of people say, oh, control your emotions. Emotions Mm. are just like guides to send you that Mm. signal message around whether it's your thoughts or experience you're feeling. So it just taught me to care for those emotions and say, okay, let me listen. What What's going on? Am I feeling angry? Okay. How did I not honor myself or how did I feel dishonored some way? So I find them quite valuable, but I wouldn't know that if I just were so caught up in the emotions and then blaming myself like, oh, I'm a bad person because I reacted this way or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that has helped me quite a bit is try to understand each emotion and what their um, their purpose is and what they're trying to tell me and then taking control over my thoughts and my mind to help me shift. I love that. Thanks. Really but yeah, it is honoring. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's challenging though as an empath because there's that extra layer there where you're sensitive around other people's emotions because you feel it and then sometimes you take it on as your own because you don't realize it's so fast that's the part that's like a little challenging so I have to like really analyze the situations find um this is what I find with with many empath like empathic light workers that I work with um and you know before you started maybe your inner work and did, mm-hmm. did you find it to be discerning over what was your stuff and what was another's you know were you picking up on lots of stuff and then not really knowing correct really yeah yep. yeah I didn't know um yeah. and so there are a lot of times where that created so I guess there's like, there's always a lesson or um, a lesson mm-hmm. behind like every interaction or experience with the person. And the biggest lesson is really like, remember what's yours, <laughs> but you don't know, you really don't know sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, like being around a person and um, the other part that I didn't realize is that like, we're so much bigger than just like our bodies and just these humans or whatever, but we're always talking telepathically. We're always communicating. Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't know that we're doing that or that people are picking it up and we're not, we don't know that we're picking it up. So, uh, there are a couple of times where maybe I was around a person and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, they're agitating me. I feel really irritated Mm -hmm. being around them and they weren't doing anything. They were just there. And so then I started to tell myself a story like, well, maybe they're like this or maybe they're like that, blah, 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 Um, which can be damaging because then you're like Mm -hmm. kind of prejudging something incorrectly. And later I realized Mm -hmm. like, you know what? They were actually agitated and Mm -hmm. that could have been what they were they may have not expressed that but their feelings and um, whatever they were communicating internally I was picking up on and I didn't realize it and so I just took it as well I'm agitated at them (laughs) but but they were just agitated by themselves and I just picked it up and I assumed it was my own thoughts but so that part is very very tricky (laughs) yeah it is it is 
to unravel it. I mean, it, it, it for me, it used to be a minefield. I didn't know what, you know, I just assumed it was me. And you know, you'd, yeah. you'd go to a supermarket, you'd be standing in the queue and you'd suddenly feel really frustrated. And yeah, you know, <laughs> and you, you don't have that sense of self and you don't understand that nature, mm-hmm. you know, that which is a gift but until you can be more discerning about what's your stuff and what belongs to someone else it is a minefield isn't it yeah and then it's like who's gonna really take the time to do all of that like people just want to go on with their lives they're not going to try to figure out now why did I feel that way (laughs) they're just gonna go on about their day Well, probably me and you were like, I, I don't know, I get really, I love looking at all those sorts of things. But yeah, you're right. The average person is not, you know, is, probably wouldn't feel the need to, to Correct. unpick it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I think um, maybe others aren't even aware of their own emotions and then you may try to address it and they're like oh you're overthinking it that's not the case I was like oh whatever (laughs) yes it is (laughs) but but yeah so, but that's been my experience. I think that's the tricky part, you know. I think it was helpful with the pandemic just to be alone and figure out what is me, like what is that, like you know, how do I really feel? So it was it helped me to be able to go back into the world and be more mindful of other people's stuff. That's interesting. You lived it like that, and so it was a, a positive thing because you had time to be more introspective and Mm -hmm. feel that time allowed you to you know go within more and do more inner work and be reflective and is that what you felt about the pandemic you know that that time of isolation yeah yeah I I actually enjoyed it the first is so terrible I didn't enjoy it for what was happening but but I I I enjoyed getting that break to to kind of like come back to myself for a little bit and and it it wasn't for the pandemic I wouldn't have this podcast either so it was a a big yeah I started it in the May of 2020 so it was really oh, a big that. transformation for me. And yeah. I always had that connection because I would talk to people like you all over the world. So I didn't feel mm-hmm. alone. So it was a good experience. But towards the end, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's enough. I'm ready to get out. <laughs> I've had enough of myself. I don't want to be with myself anymore. I'm good. <laughs> I'm kind of bored with me. I need more people. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh, Yeah. Um, interesting times wasn't it it's definitely a time for you know reclaiming coming back to ourselves like you say and and um just very introspective time wasn't it and and again I feel some people you know some people absolutely relished it and loved it and and some people I found you know I felt found it hard because they didn't Mm. have you know they were just kind of facing their own inner demons I mean it was like Mm. shadow work Really yeah, for a lot of people, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people around me that really struggled with that, mm-hmm. and because of distractions, you know. But mm-hmm. like you say, it's time to 
really do all that that kind of shadow work that we avoid doing and and um yeah just coming back into ourselves and spending some time with ourselves and getting to know ourselves mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it mm. did it was it was kind of a bit scary for a while it was a lot of tension mm. and things but mm. I think overall it's made us a little bit better I think it's it's definitely been um, a time to look at look at things that aren't working in our lives and mm-hmm. let go. And, you know, globally, nationally, there have definitely been changes following that. Did you did you find that's actually a good question? Did you find it? Um, you know, when you tapped into the collective consciousness, did you feel the did you feel the fear and the density during that time? Because I guess for empath, it that would have been tricky um mm-hmm. yeah I I found I had to like really detach quite a bit I know mm-hmm. like for, towards most people I was like living in a bubble so but I had to because I would have I mm-hmm. like would have destroyed me so I had to avoid like the news and mm-hmm. any outside world mm-hmm. stuff I just I'm like I'm not gonna focus on that it doesn't serve me so I just yeah. um I just kept podcasting. I just try to keep sending as much love and light mm. and positivity out mm. to the world as much as I could mm. to try to help shift that energy um, instead of focusing yes. on it. So that's kind of was my approach to it. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And it's same, you know, it continues, doesn't it? Obviously, there's things going on globally where mm-hmm. we're that and we're feeling quite helpless. And um, I think that's actually a really good point as well, Lindsay, is just you know being discerning especially when we're not in a, in a good space ourselves and when our vibration is lowered mm-hmm. is look at who you're spending time with are these people that will will necessarily lift you because I always feel when I'm not in a good space and I feel my frequency is lower because I'm doing shadow work or whatever I'm going through something I kind of just stay by myself I just keep myself away from everyone mm-hmm. because I'm I'm not going to serve them with the lower frequency and they, you know, it might be people that probably wouldn't necessarily be able to know how to, to help me in that way in an in mm-hmm. energetic. And so I'm very discerning about how much time I spend with other people and who I spend time with. Um, but also, like you said, media, I mean, I, we, we took with my husband a decision to um, just take a step back from that he, he's someone who reads the news really regularly and he's taken a step back from that because it it really impacts on us and I feel that when we're when our frequency is lowered we it's it's really difficult to hold our light isn't it and hold mm-hmm. the space for others so you you know and even the books you read the films you watch mm-hmm. you know I tearjerker films you know sometimes you need a good cry and a good release but I certainly I keep away from the stuff that feels of lower lower vibration mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know I see my light as a kind of a precious commodity it's like you we we, we work through our light don't we so we have to to keep it um as raised as we can obviously we can't be 100 percent you know shining our light all the time (laughs) but um you know I'm really mindful of of protecting my energy and my light so that I can be of service Mm -hmm. service probably like yourself as well 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. um, that's definitely been helpful. And just knowing when to recharge mm-hmm. and to say, okay, mm-hmm. I've had enough. Let me go back into my little recharging station and I'll come back out <laughs> brand new again. <laughs> so um also why is this so important and I know we kind of covered really a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. why this is important but what's kind of like the biggest reason why it's so important to just hold this space for ourselves and then branching that out for others I feel I mean this is me personally but I feel that many light workers that I have, you know, I work with, you know, we, and, and empaths as well, we have gifts and everyone has gifts, but we, you know, we, we feel those gifts. Everyone is feeling their potential, especially this year, um, you know, numerologically, vibrationally, this year is all about stepping into our purpose and our light mission. And, and I know that the, the people that I work with have these incredible gifts, but, they just a lot find it tricky to, to connect in with them or it kind of gets blurred with the, with the struggles that they go through or they, you know, they kind of get bogged down with karmic triggers or, you know, whatever is going on for them. And so the first thing that I, I kind of focus on when I'm coaching or when I'm, you know, it, within the community is very much clearing ourselves, raising our vibration and, mm-hmm. you know, sustaining it through this, you know, higher vibrational sacred space that we create for ourselves. You know, it, it like you, like you said, it, it starts with us, doesn't it? If we're, mm-hmm. if we're not in a, in a higher vibrational space, if our frequency is lowered, how can we be of service? It's, you know, we owe that to ourselves and, and um, you know, I work primarily with, with women, you know, and there are so many gifted women that I see that, that you know, that have so much potential but are kind of blocked from stopping or seeing or connecting to that potential because mm-hmm. you know, they, they, yeah, they, they, they have a lower frequency because of whatever is, is unfolding and playing out in their, in their lives. So, this is something that I teach and we come back to a lot is how to curate that higher frequency space for them, you know, because it's empowering and, you know, for just so many reasons and on so many different levels, it's, it really serves us to, to do that. And, and I, you know, probably like you, Lindsay, and I, I just love your vibration. What I saw and connected to your Instagram, you could just feel it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You can, you you just know, don't you? You know who you want to connect with. And um, it ripples out, doesn't it? Just, you know, just by things that we say and just just by being with people. If we're really, you know, um, keeping our our frequency sustained and, and looking after our energy and protecting our light, people really benefit from that. We benefit from it. So, Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like we said, it's something we can absolutely do for ourselves. So for me, it's like number one, definitely number one. Uh, I agree. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's a good point too, just focusing on women, not to say, I mean, men absolutely need it too, but I think it's also super important for women because 
we're birthing the whole world. <laughs> um, so it's like we'll, we are responsible for bringing in, you know, new generations of newer energy. And so um, I think that's for that reason, too, it's very important. But we're just so expansive naturally in our energy, the way we're designed. And so I think it's really important for women to really have it together. And, and then I feel like everything else will shift. It will kind of fall into yeah. the right place because I feel like we've been a bit absent in our energy. Like we're here and women are very you know, successful and they're just kind of like stepping into all these powerful positions, which is great. But the, the energy, the f- energy of the feminine is very absent. The nurturing, the caring, the compassion is it's, it definitely needs to be replenished. So um, I don't feel like we could never have too much of it. <laughs> yeah. And we need both, don't we? You know, you, you're right. With the, we have that divine masculine and, you yes. know, drive, but we we need to lead with that feminine, don't we? We need, like mm-hmm. you say, intuition, you know, have those feelings of compassion and gentleness. But, you know, we lead with that and then we we follow through with, with the divine masculine. You're at, otherwise, we're imbalanced, you know. You're yes, 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 the this masculine. This is remembrance, isn't it? It's, exactly. And I, I kind of get the sense, um, I guess, because we all start feminine first, male, female, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like we all start there mm-hmm. first. So it's so important mm-hmm. for this energy to be corrected or not corrected, but just kind of mm-hmm. replenished or or nurtured or nourished or healed, whatever you want to call it. And then the divine masculine kind of has something to protect and to take action. If, if the feminine energy is not right, the masculine energy doesn't really know what to do. (laughs) Um, So I think that that's why it's so important for women to really get this, you know, Mm, there's definitely a rising of it. Yeah, I see it. We have a long way to go, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. But we're getting there, you know. We with are. People, people we focus are. on self care and yeah. and nurturing themselves. It's definitely on the rise for sure. Yeah. It's it's yeah. moving way faster than I've ever seen before. Mm, I think you're right. In our lifetime, definitely. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's so right. You know, it's it doesn't matter how far you take it. I mean, not everyone has that spiritual path, do right, they? Right, right. Even those divine feminine attributes of self-love and self-care, even if you're just doing that and able to, to just be kind to yourself, it's, it goes a long way to, to raising frequency and, you know, just changing and shifting things. It's so funny you mentioned mothers and it's Mothering Sunday here in the UK. Oh, nice. Ours is in May. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) How are you celebrating? Are you doing anything? Oh, we've been on a big breakfast walk. I have um, two boys and we we went went along with the dogs and um, I got loads of flowers because I feel, um, uh, not flowers, sorry, plants to plant um, because I just love it. Spring. Obviously, here we're in the northern hemisphere, so we're kind of really stepping into spring now. So we're going to be planting up and 
Yeah, in the sunshine. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. Well, I hope that you enjoy that for sure. And I thank you so much for for even being open to recording today because it's like you could like no, I'm enjoying my day. I don't want to do this. No, no, it's fine. Oh. I was really so that you well, connected thank- with me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, I just I have one more question. I want you to enjoy your mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, are there any other ways to help sustain the frequency of our energy and just the environment in general? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I, so obviously looking at films, you know, what you ingest, what you read, what you, um, not ingest, sorry, absorb so obviously looking at your films all of those books all all media a lot of people are kind of disconnecting more from social media you can look at your food you could you know just your actual physical environment obviously we've talked about our inner environment but your physical outward environment um i would definitely be looking at decluttering your spaces because that also Mm -hmm. holds a frequency objects have a frequency so declutter uh, you can look at things like feng shui things like that that helps with energy flow but you know br- and bringing in higher frequency um objects like plants or pictures you know things mm-hmm. that raise your vibration make you feel good and then with the things you know the thoughts the negative thoughts all of those things to declutter but also Thing, objects that you have around the house that just don't feel good to you or have an old story attached that isn't, you know, that no longer serves. So I think decluttering, don't underestimate the power of that because all of that will help to clear your environment. And um, another thing, another last thing you can do is use, um, I use a lot of resins, you know, with charcoal discs, I burn a lot of resin. Some people like white Californian sage. I don't get on with that as well, but that will definitely clear your the frequency. It will shift the frequency. You can see it, almost feel it happening. Um, and that's a really good clear. You know, if you've been doing a lot of emotional releasing, I would definitely be looking at tools like that. You can get things like that off Amazon quite easily. Um, but, but, but yeah, these are, or if you know how to run energy on yourself, or, or you can even do it on your ha- on your home. You can be really creative in that way. Um, the, all these things definitely help. And there's probably a lot of ways. I mean, these are just things I use personally. Uh, you know, gongs mm-hmm. that use sound don't they? To I love that. No, that's good. I'm so big on like cleaning and decluttering just mm-hmm. for that reason. And it just makes you feel good. You can think clearly. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can see my mm-hmm. counters, my floors. <laughs> everything looks so nice I feel better it just kind of gives you a sense of calm so I totally agree with that yeah yeah absolutely and we've just had the equinox here obviously in the northern hemisphere you know there there, there are times Mm in the year where we feel naturally drawn to decluttering don't we because we of the seasonal cycle so um you're probably feeling drawn to that and you know don't underestimate it if you feel mm-hmm. drawn go for it because you you know you probably need to do and 
that will help to sustain that fruit. That oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think yeah. people get confused, like, what is the frequency? What is the vibrant? It's really just like good, positive emotions. It's <laughs> <laughs> the simplest way to put it. It's just like positive emotions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feeling good. Yeah. We all have words that don't we and ways of seeing it but you're right it's you know you call it whatever as long as you you yeah yeah just Just feeling good just to put it simply some people get confused I think um if that's Mm -hmm. not a part of like their um the language that they use they're like I don't know they kind of like overthink it and think it's something Mm -hmm. scientific like Mm -hmm. oh I I need to get into some like wavelength or whatever it's like no I mean just mm-hmm. understanding like emotions are mm-hmm. frequencies yeah. emotions vibrate and and so mm-hmm. that's that's just what it is just yeah. higher emotions so I love that yeah absolutely yeah. awesome well mm-hmm. how can anybody get in touch with you did you have anything else you want to share with us yeah so thank you Lindsay so you can find me at lunar light worker on instagram i also have a private community on facebook that's also called the lunar light well lunar light worker community um and it's just a free space where we hold a you know just to hold a, a sacred space for light workers um so you can come along and oh awesome and we'd love to have you i love that that's so good to kind of build that community mm-hmm. up Mm-hmm. Mm, I think people need that, don't they, more and more? Yeah, we, we definitely need to feel uh, so, yeah. um, connected and to be able to connect with others. Mm-hmm. I think that just kind of helps us to expand. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Zoe, thank you so much for being here today. I hope that you enjoy your beautiful Mother's Day. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Take care. Bye.